Hey everybody, I'm Denali Bell and welcome to Soapy Box. We have Courtney Chissis on our show today. She is a co-creator here at the Soapy Box. You'll see her on Instagram and she really helps us out a lot. We're grateful. I met Courtney at Bible College of all places. Of all places. Yes. <laughs> and I thought I would be the oldest person there and obviously I'm obviously older. Obviously I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> she was so surprised. I was. <laughs> So um, we're going to talk with Courtney because she's 31 and a millennial. We thought we'd talk about what it looks like to date in this new modern era as a millennial with traditional values. And I'm really excited to discuss this with her because, I mean, we're going to get a little personal. And are you calling me a traditional woman? I am. You are, right? It's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> in this a, world, it is. It is, <laughs> it is a compliment. And we just did a podcast on toxic femininity where, you know, there's people that don't really value that. But I do believe that men do. I do believe they like those traditional roles, whether they want it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think women do too. We just don't know it because we've been sold something that that isn't quite right. Well, I think, I think traditional women do. I think traditional men do. Yes. I think, you know. We're not all the same. Not all men are created equal. Not all women are. And I'm here to not represent anyone, but just to say dating is weird nowadays. In this world, it is weird. Is it weirder now than pre-COVID? Yes. Yes, because the world has changed. Mm -hmm. Lines have been made in the sand, right? It has. I mean, I want to say it has nothing to do with COVID, but it's the world is changing before my eyes and I never thought I'd say that. But don't you think COVID opened up our eyes to like, okay, these, it made me kind of realize what my values were because I think I'm traditional, right? Mm -hmm. In my, but you wouldn't think that looking at my history and if you knew me for my 51 years, you wouldn't think I was traditional. Right. Because I think I've just embraced those values maybe in the last five years that, oh, I like this. I like these roles, mm-hmm. instead of fighting it all the time and embracing them, I, I've just been happier. Well, I think for so long I was resistant too. And I'm, I'm, I'm only 31, but in the three decades I've been alive, it's like I have gone through different phases, different chapters, different mm-hmm. identities of who I am. And it has looked so different over the years um, in relationships with different people. And to see that evolve, not just who I am, but what I'm looking for. And it's all identity based. Mm -hmm. It's all, you know, my relationship with God has helped change that, helped evolve that. And as my journey and my, my faith walk, changes, then so does what I'm looking for in a relationship. Isn't it interesting? As we evolve in our faith, that is so good what you just said, Mm -hmm. because my marriage has just completely changed. The closer I have been with God, the more I kind of embrace these traditional values. It's not like I'm doing it because the scripture says, or because somebody says it's my heart's changing towards it. We have joint bank accounts, but not that that's in the Bible or that, but I think that's traditional, right? We had separate bank accounts before, but it also separated us somehow into not a team. Your identity in God is everything, if you ask me. But if well, it's it, you who know, you are, it's a mirror. Right? Absolutely, yeah. You know, my progression with my faith, although that's looked very different over the years, and even in the past year, you know, like she said, we we went to Bible school. Like it's it's grown and it's linear. It's gone up and down, and 
as that changes, as that evolves, it's like who I am, who I see myself mm -hmm. changes. In turn, what I'm looking for, what I want, what I expect in a husband changes. And it's mm -hmm. all it's all related. It's all it connected. Is. It's it is. You are obviously changing, right? Your faith is evolving, as you Definitely. said. Your values have undoubtedly changed as well. Can you tell us a little bit about where your current value system is? Where, where does that lie? What's important to you? God is number one for me. Um, always has been, always will be. That's looked a lot different over the years and that will probably continue to look a lot different. And I hope it does because I hope to continue growing, um, changing every day, getting closer to him, strengthening my faith. That relationship with God paves the path mm -hmm. for all of my other relationships, including the one with myself. I think when it comes to dating and relationships, my identity in God is what is the most important. You know, mm -hmm. if I am a child of God and I am, I am a sister in Christ, I'm a daughter, you know, how could I not want to be aligned with that when it comes to who I am as a wife or as a girlfriend or as a mother someday. Mm -hmm. Friend, all of as it, a friend, right? As, you know, and I look at that and I, I, my family is important. My career is important. This is important to me. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these things, you know, they, they do align with my values. I wouldn't choose a job that goes out of my value system. Mm -hmm. Um, Family is very important to me. Do you spend a lot of time with your family? I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, you know, the family that I hope to create with my partner someday mm -hmm. is is always on my mind. Even though it's non-existent right now, right. It's that's what I'm after. And yet the foundation of all that is, is God and my relationship mm -hmm. with Him. And, um, you know, I've been in relationships with non-believers before and it's it's I'm not saying it's impossible is it hard it's tough there's it's a reason tough <laughs> God God told you so <laughs> yeah I mean it's and again it's it's not that it can't be done I'm not right. ruling it out and saying you know maybe maybe it does happen for a reason maybe I'm I'm meant to be saving those people but it's I don't think so not the way that God would have it no I, I I, Why would I make it harder on myself if yes. I don't need to? I, and I think the reason for being equally yoked, I believe this is just my theory, having been unequally yoked in friendships, in business, in with my husband, um, those areas of your life that are important. The reason I think it's so important is because when there's two people, there's one dragging the other right? Mm -hmm. If you're not in the same place, you're always dragging that person. It is so much easier to give up, right? And to let their mm -hmm. values and to compromise than for you to constantly be dragging somebody along. It's just too wearing. Well, and God knows like, that. It's like gravity, you know, it's mm -hmm. easier to be dragged down than yeah, lifted up. Lifted up. Yeah. You know, I think there might be some symbology in the actual yoke of why that is mm -hmm. <laughs> that I don't, you know, I should maybe look into at some point, but since I'm married, I'm good. Then maybe you could. Maybe you could. <laughs> because I'm not married. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So um, is it hard to find men with your similar values out there at this time in this age? We're kind of in a post-Christian modern era, right? We are in a crazy world. Yes. Like how, how does you even world? find somebody who thinks like you? 
who has a similar, you don't have to be you, but similar values. Dating like, in 2023 is so weird. Let me tell you, it it's tough. And for all my girls out there, I mean, I would say godly woman and godly men all the same, we are in the same boat because it's rare to come across someone with the same values, with the mm-hmm. same you know, or not the same, but a similar relationship to God and wanting the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say because you want a family, they don't right? Exist. They they're out there, yeah. But it's a matter of finding them, and I think the pandemic happened, and I don't think much has to do with with COVID. But it, we are living in a constantly changing world right now. We are, and and it's, it's uncertain. Does it feel like more uncertain to you than ever? It's unpredictable. Yeah, absolutely. And there's there are questions, and I want the same thing that I've wanted since, you know, I was five years old. I want the family. I want, I want a husband. I want the white picket fence. I want all of it. But where do I find that without having to compromise? Especially in this world where we're sold a completely different bill of goods, right? That you should have sex and live with somebody before you get married. That you should, you know what I mean? It's the opposite of everything God says. And so it's easy to compromise those values. Yeah. So how do you feel about sex before marriage? Well, that's a that's a heavy one, or it should be. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty blunt and I'm, you know, I'll be completely straightforward. It's off the table. It's not mm-hmm. an option in my mind. We'll have the conversation because it's needed to have, yeah. but it needs to be had once. And that's, that's all until the wedding oh. night, there will be no sex because that's not what I'm after in the long term. Is that so hard in today's day and age where it seems to be so, it's so worldly and secularly and it's just so acceptable. Well, it's a standard. Yeah, it is. It is the standard for most relationships and I'm not shaming that, but when I. And it's not, you didn't get us there, hon. When I reestablished my faith, you know, years ago, and I really started, and it wasn't in a moment, it wasn't in, you know, like, I'm going to make this decision and I haven't slipped up after, like I have. Mm -hmm. But when I started shifting my priorities and asking myself what I really want, what I really, you know, long-term, what I need and what will honor God, things started changing then. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started becoming more straightforward on first dates, more, mm-hmm. a little more assertive, a little more for, firm in this is what I want. This is what I need. And this is doing it the right way. And I'm after doing it the right way. Have you been rejected when you did that? Has somebody said, not called you back after that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. You know, it's that's not, good. Like you're, it's not you're, personal. You, he's not your, but not your guy. Would I want, why would I want that type of man? If, right. That's not what I'm after. I'm not yeah. his type of woman and I'm not, or he's yeah. not my type of man. Did it hurt? I think rejection always kind of hurts. Yeah, It's natural to not be favored, not mm-hmm. be called back, not be chosen. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes that, right? But at the same time, I'm not for everyone and we're designed to be created for one. Mm-hmm. I'm meant to be reserved for one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be for everyone or else how overwhelming would that be? Oh my goodness. So That sounds terrible. I was telling you a story the other day about how when I it would sell real estate, we would take people to home. They would tell me exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. I want 
the three bedrooms, two bath, whatever it is, they had a entire Specific list. Specific criteria. And this is all we will buy. And then you take them. And then by the end of the trip, they've seen what exactly they wanted. And that's not what they actually wanted. Do you what find they that? they want is changing. <laughs> Do you find they that? They don't even know what they want. <laughs> Do you find that that ever happens to you in the dating world where you really have like this checklist of things that you want, but you find that you'll get into relationship and compromise? Yes, yes, and yes to all the above. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the process of dating. And it's not to say no one knows what they want. I think I know what I want until I see what I don't want. And it's it's a lot of self-reflection. It's a lot of evaluation. I'm constantly changing as a yeah. person, as a, as a Christian, as a conservative woman. My, I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to say my values are constantly changing, but maybe who increasing. I am, yeah. Yeah. Who I am, um, what I'm looking for. And I would I'd bring needs into this. Definitely my needs are changing as I get older and as I figure out, you know, what does work with my lifestyle? What what is gonna support my my dreams, my mm-hmm. what I'm after long term. And just because you think you know what you want doesn't mean you do, for one. Right. It doesn't mean that you have to have these concrete answers. And, you know, I have been wrong mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I've gotten into relationships that I may be complacent, I may be happy, I may be content for mm-hmm. a while. And then it dawns on me that, you know, whether I've it's a result of me changing or or them, or me just opening my eyes, like, hey, this isn't working. Yeah. Four months in, maybe it, maybe a year in, this isn't working. And that's okay to have Because you know it's not going to end in marriage the way you want it to. Right. Okay. Right. So when you um, first start dating something or, or somebody or looking, what are you looking for in that person? How much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> detecting something here. <laughs> I don't just want like it. the top three, you know, like the top d- five things, tall, dark, handsome, makes X amount of money a year. None of the above. I, like, that's not even there you important go. to me. You know, it's thank you. I'll take the physical attributes off the table. But that's, I mean, it has to, like, you have to be physically attracted at first point. We did make a conversation or no. No, okay. I, I'm not, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking physical attraction out of it. Okay. I think that's important. Okay. Christian or not, it's very important. <laughs> Ladies, it's important. Like you gotta, you gotta yeah. have, what are they? What chemistry. Are the call them? We call it chemistry. <laughs> we gotta have the hots for them. <laughs> gotta have the hots for them. <laughs> the chemistry old people, like is, people my age. <laughs> chemistry is huge. So is compatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta have the physical connection, obviously. You right. know, I, I guess I say that in such a, Casual manner, because that goes without saying. Right. That's a no-brainer. But beyond that, where do, you, where do your, you know, do you have shared faith? Do you have shared values? Do you mm-hmm. have a shared vision of what you want your future to look like? And I'm talking 10 years down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, I want, I want the same thing for the next year, but I also want the same thing for the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. I want the consistent to be changed because I'm always changing. But, you know, you asked me 
what I'm looking for in a partner beyond the physical connection, beyond the chemistry, beyond the, the obvious, you know, the communication has to be there. Those are all Mm -hmm. important. Those are fundamental. But if we're getting specific, I would say, you know, I want, I am looking for husband material. Mm -hmm. I want somebody who wants to be a husband. I want to see someone want to take care of me. And I'm not talking, you know, financially. I'm talking emotionally. I'm talking spiritually. I want someone. But why not? Why can't he take, why wouldn't you want him to be able to take care of you financially? I do. So we just did a podcast on toxic femininity Mm -hmm. where we have beat it out of women and men that it's okay for them to be providers when innately they want to be providers and we actually want them to provide. And we're trying to pretend like that's not a thing. And I wonder if girls your age have been, if that's something you guys have learned, like that's wrong to expect. Maybe it hasn't been shamed or maybe it hasn't been frowned upon. Mm -hmm. I think the majority, well, it seems as the the majority, you know, Mm -hmm. whether those are the that's a consensus on social media or... Because that's your feed. The opinion. people are your age probably, right? Sure, sure. I want a man who wants to take care of me. Yes. You and you it. want to take care of him and the right. family, right? And that's, that's a team. You know, I want, yes. to be, I want to be a mom. I want to be a wife. You don't want to sit at home and just eat want, bonbons and right. watch soaps. I, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I'm not going to sit here and say, I need to be a princess. You know, I, of course, I need to be treated right. You know, that's a, right. that's a whole separate conversation, but financially, if we're just talking money, I, yeah, I have needs. I want to be provided for if we, if we're going to be a team and I'm going to take care of the kids and I'm going to make a home, you know, I expect them to, to provide for me, to take care of me. And it's has nothing to do with the money. I want not only a spiritual leader, but I need a man who will pull his weight. Mm. You know, if I'm doing my job, what's his job? Right. And I think that's fair. Call it traditional. That's very traditional. That is very traditional. I was actually going to ask you about that. So you beat me to it. So. Well, and I could go on, you know, I don't, I don't want to elaborate too much, but it's, I've had a career. I've taken care of myself just fine over the past decade plus. Mm -hmm. I can, I don't need a Prove it to anyone, you know, female right. or males. Good for you. Great. I'm an independent woman. Call it what you will. I don't know. See, that, that's what they sold us, that we had to be. It is, yeah. Yeah. You know, or you're, you're wrong or bad if you are. Right. If you don't want that. My thing is that I, I want a man's man. I, you know, it's not even want about a strong man that too, who's willing to provide for you and take care of you and cherish you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think every woman wants that, even though they lie about it. <laughs> well, and maybe, maybe that is a category. Maybe those are the ones needing to prove themselves or trying to be so independent that they don't need a man. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't need a man. I don't need much, but what do I want? But I think you do. Like if you want what you want in life, you need a man. Sure. You need a man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we need men because they take, I don't know, a lot of hard jobs that none of us do. I've never seen a woman trash collector. <laughs> like and we, they can have it. We need men. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying, I, I am hearing this mantra on TikTok about it, it's a whole hashtag. We don't need men. Oh, And so yeah. you might've hit a hot button because we just 
film, Toxic Femininity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe that we've been sold some stories that aren't true. Yeah. I will, I believe we came by it honestly. I think that um, there was a feminist movement and they sold us a story. And there's also a shift in our culture where divorce was bigger and women had to take care of themselves and they weren't ready to or prepared to. They weren't educated. They didn't have skills and they were forced in the 80s to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And kids like me um, saw that. Or a product. And it. we're like, okay, I'm going to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do not need a man. And I think- Look what mom did. Yeah, I yeah, I need to make sure that I can always take care of me and my kids because mm-hmm. you can't count on your husband, even though we've been together th- almost 30 years. <laughs> and there's something admirable yeah. about that. You well, know? the problem with it is in a marriage or in a relationship is I'm not trusting in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I always had kind of one foot out the door, just waiting for him to say, okay, this isn't going to work. So I've got to be able to make X amount of money at all times, or I got to be making it already. You have an escape route. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't fair to him or my kids or me because it was a lie. Right. And he was never on his way out. Well, you have your walls up, you have yep. your options open, yep. you're you're ready to go if and shit I, hits the fan. And I think this whole toxic masculinity thing that we've been sold that all men are toxic is a lie too, but that's what we've been prepared for. Mm-hmm. And this is just my theory on life based on my small case study. But that's what <laughs> life is, is it's experiences. Yeah. It's who you are. It's what you know. Wow. It's exposure. Um, you know, the toxic, I know you had a podcast just on this. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't want to get into that too much, but the toxic masculinity, that's I could go on for days. I mean, it's, it's, I guess I laugh and I have this sarcastic approach to it because it seems so funny to me. And it's, you know, it's a joke without being a joke because our world is taking it so seriously. Yes. And, um, I, I just, and I can't. believe there are some toxic men out there. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's the whole of are. them and it's all of them. I, I do think not. There are some toxic Women. Females out oh, there. Yeah, we that was our There's podcast. Lots of them. And yeah, I'm one of them. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I hit every check mark. <laughs> Congratulations! Yes. You've made it. I know who I am now. <laughs> not everyone's traditional. Not everyone is going to share my opinions, and that's fine. I'm not asking. You're not making anyone. anyone. You're just trying to attract. I am right. I am speaking my own, but it's this this whole toxic culture that we live in, mm. and I can't not sit back and just giggle because it's so ironic. You know, it's like, was this, was this around 50 years ago? Where did this come from? What I, is the stem? Well, I will do a complete podcast on that you coming up. You can see up. the result. You can see the consequences <laughs> right now. It came from the feminist movement. Absolutely. Yeah. In the sixties. I mean, it is completely about that. And it was the goal. This was the goal. Ending the family was the goal and they won. Because look at our have, households. We have now. broken families in mm-hmm. the 80s, completely broken. Yeah. Okay. And they want to promote abortion. I mean, this is the, this was where they were in the 60s. And we are completely there. And it is a Marxist agenda. And it was designed by women who dabbled in witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a serious thing that we, me, I followed this. Like, I thought I was one of this. I was like, I'm a feminist. Hear me roar. I was that girl. And But we've been there. Yeah. We, were, we were sold to the lies. I, I was. I'm sad. And I get why it happened, right? It had to happen because there was some behavior that was wrong. 
and the pendulum swung and it's just swinging back. I hope because I do worry about there's marriage declining right now, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's on the decline. People aren't seeing it. People. So that tells me the value of family is being even more destroyed where it's not important. And I think it's the, one of the most stabilizing institutions of our society Mm -hmm. is to have a mom and dad. And I get it can't always happen. I get I get it doesn't always work. I wouldn't ever want somebody to stay in a toxic environment where they were being abused or hurt or any of that. I, I'm not saying work it out with your abuser. I'm not and that we'll girl. And we'll touch base on divorce later yes. on. Yeah. Know, touchy subject for a lot of people, but... <laughs> it is. Sometimes it is necessary. And I say that as a Christian woman. It is. And because you have been divorced, correct? I have. It was an annulment, but <laughs> I, yeah, I was married at... Gosh, this is going to age me. Uh, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I was 21. I was a kid. I was a little baby. That is really young. You know, and I could say I was young and dumb, but it it wasn't even that or it wasn't just that. Mm-hmm. Did I have lack of judgment? Sure. That's probably half of it. Did you know who you were at that point? No. Yeah. Does anyone? No. <laughs> Does it? 21? I'm 51. Do still you know figuring who you are it. now? Yeah, I'm yeah. still learning. Okay, still. I look at my life now and it's like, oh, I'm learning day yes. by day. I thought I had it all figured oh, out. I know it. It's, I'm just I wait mean, till you're comical. my age. You it's, just realize how little you knew. I've given so much advice. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I met the guy that I'm supposed to be with forever. Like, score. That's the last <laughs> thing I'll ha- ever have to think about. Oh, and my goodness. You're just. You know better than that. You've had phone calls with me. <laughs> yeah. Shame on me. I was so fooled. But that's life. I mean, circumstances happened. I was not supposed to be there. And so I got out of there really fast, you know, and I'll spare you the story for the sake of the podcast mostly, but unless you want to hear it. I of course want to hear it, but it's up to you to share it. I never thought I'd say yes, only to not make that yes forever. Mm-hmm. I never thought divorce was an option, annulment. I never thought that it would come to that. And yet life is messy. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew, I knew who I was at that time. You know, I had the faith. I had the values. I, even though I was going down this liberal path at the time, you know, I thought, I thought I knew who I was mm-hmm. and I thought I knew who my partner was and, um, it wasn't infidelity. It wasn't anything like that, but he actually ended up going off the deep end, mm. um, mental illness that he's still denies to this day. And, you know, that's kind of all I'll say to that, but it was a couple years of pure chaos. And I guess as I, as I speak on this, uh, in the perspective of a Christian 31 year old woman, I look back and it's taken 10 years for me to fully process. And it's going to, continue taking me the rest of my life to really understand what happened. Well, it forever changed you. But in that, I guess on the bright side, it forever changed me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm wondering now, God. now after hearing that story, I think you're kind of picky. <laughs> but well, me? <laughs> do you think you are? Ooh, that's a, that's a tricky question. Is that what? Is that why I'm single? <laughs> no. I almost uh, what I was wondering is 
the story you just told me, I would, it, has it made you gun shy? Has it made you extra cautious? I think it has. I think. Are you, are you less tolerant of when you see something? Yes. I run. Yep. The opposite direction. Not because, not only because I'm mm-hmm. scared, but I think I'm, I am straightforward because I don't want to waste time. Mm-hmm. And that is my biggest fear in this life is, you know, there's either, but mostly mine. Let's be honest. I'm a little selfish. I don't want to waste my time. Mm-hmm. I've wasted enough time. I wasted mm-hmm. five years in that relationship, marriage. Granted, it wasn't, I know my argument is, or my counter argument is that it wasn't being wasted. It was all that valuable experience, but. You're so much closer to who, knowing who you are when you go right. through that, right? And, and, get and knowing glory, what you can tolerate God in life. For that experience, because he redeemed me from mm-hmm. that situation but it wasn't his will to put me in there in mm-hmm. the first place. That was my free will. Mm-hmm. I chose the wrong path. Did you know that you weren't supposed to be in that from the start? Looking back, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you always do. Do you ever find sometimes, um, so sometimes when I really want something, I won't pray to God about it to because <laughs> I don't want him to say no. You've been reading my diary. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that <laughs> when you're Never. meeting somebody new? Because you want, because you like him and you want it to work all the time, all the mm-hmm. time. And I would say that happens with the worldly men that mm-hmm. I let myself meet and start dating and entertain the idea. You already know because you already, already know what God's going to say. On, let's be honest. <laughs> I already know the answer, and that's why I pray those prayers. I don't have the same fear when it comes to a godly man that whether or not he's meant for me or mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about what God's going to say. Hmm. It's either it's either an experience that, you know, is part of the plan or it's, you know, it's meant mm-hmm. to be. But if it's a godly man who's good for me or good for my life at that time, at least, mm-hmm. what do I have to worry about? God will probably say yes you know, he's, he's good in your life right now. You know, he's, you're where you're supposed to be. And so is he. It's when I know the answer is no, that I don't want to hear the answer. I already Isn't know. That always, like, I mean, we all do that in areas of our life, right? God, that we I'll don't get back to you in four months. I know better. He just doesn't get it Let this me time. Just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's got to be some red flags that come up for you. Is there any time that there's a red flag where you're just like, no, I'm, this is it. First date, second date, or even a month in, you're like, okay, these are red flags. I can't do this. This is too much. I can't compromise on this besides faith. I think I see red better than I see green. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> so too. That makes sense. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and I'm attracted to red. Red's actually one of my favorite colors. So it's funny you ask. <laughs> what are my red flags? Um, Besides the lack of shared faith or if he's going back to the equally yoked, you know, I've dated, I've dated guys just recently. I've been in relationships with men just recently who I know I haven't been equally yoked with. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we all have a different definition of what equally yoked actually means. Have they what been is believers? your definition of equally yoked? Are they, are they praising the same God? Do they have a relationship with God my God, our God, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's more than just believing to an extent, okay. but a lot of people take it one step further and they say, you know, 
my partner or this this new guy has to be on the same level as I am. They yeah. have to, you know, we went to Bible school mm-hmm. the first year together and does he does he get it? Does he have the same, yeah. you know, wisdom? Does he have the same discernment? All of all of that. I, do you know anybody on the exact same level you're it's on? It's like, how do you measure that? Yeah, I, I don't. How do you measure? I that? don't know how you do that. Are you ever going to be in the same spot as your partner? No. Can you be? I, I mean, my husband and I haven't been. It's like a slingshot. One's forward, one's back. It's it's an interesting thing. Um, but I do I did like what you said at the beginning about equally yoked, about having the shared faith, the same God. You know, what I mean? we're we're praying to the same God and having a relationship with God. A real true relationship, not, I think that's important. Yeah. But, you know, do I demand he studies the Bible as much as I do? No. Like, that's up to him. That's his relationship. That's his relationship. It's all personal. And again, with any relationship, you know, our relationships with God, they are fluid. Mm -hmm. They... They're not always going to be up here. They're not always going to be down yeah. here. But don't and you want somebody that's going to slingshot you back up I when want you go down to lift me up, yeah. to encourage me, to and you're going to lift me. him up sometimes. I mean, it's a dance, peaks and valleys. So being unequally yoked would be an a no. You'll run from that. But you could you'd find that. Do you find that out the first night? Because I have a son who, when he was dating before he got a serious girlfriend. I, he would call me and tell me he was dating a new girl. And I go like, oh, is she Christian? And they'd be on like four or five dates. And he he didn't know. I'm like, how do you not know? He didn't know. He, like, how do you not know she's a Christian yet? He didn't want to ask her. Isn't that the number one conversation? Well, he wasn't there in his faith where you're at, right. you know, because he was a young man and wasn't quite, that wasn't a priority. See, this is a priority and a value for mm-hmm. you. I don't know that it was for him. Well, I think he would know now, like I'm, I'm where he is in his faith. I'm, yeah. If they don't bring it up, if they don't bring for him, it, it would have been a bonus in conversation <laughs> within the first, let's say, twenty minutes. You don't ask. That's a red flag. You don't ask first. Oh, if they, I would, okay, I would now ask, that's, but I would, I would expect them to bring it up first in twenty kind first like, twenty minutes. Kind of like sex, yeah. First twenty minutes, yeah. Uh, and that's a red flag too. Because if it's not the first, we need to twenty minutes. We need to investigate okay, your red flags hour? more. I think. I think half hour? I don't know if we're talking about the same meaning of the word red flag. Oh, I know. I know red flag. <laughs> I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. I guess the way I see it is if they, they're proud of their faith. If it's not, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. But if it, if it's not a priority for them, why wouldn't they bring it up in the first well, half had, hour? Had you hour? brought? Had you had you already brought it up? Probably. Okay. I usually beat them to it. Okay. But I would I would expect them to reciprocate, anyone, man or woman, right? Okay. To if you had brought it up and they didn't reciprocate, you, you would know. It usually comes out in, hey, this is where I go to church. This uh-huh. is you know, or I don't know. This is my lifestyle. This is this is how my week looks like on yes. Sundays. Dot dot yeah. dot or whatever whatever the case. So not speaking up quickly enough about their faith is a red flag. What about okay? I, I what about I'm totally teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> so, what other red flags do you have? They have a ring on their. <laughs> that is a really good one. <laughs> that is a really good red flag or a tan line or a tan line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where a ring goes, maybe a tattoo. Those so, are good red flags. Faith, faith. I'm not expecting them to take sex off the table. Most men mm-hmm. don't. Christian or not, yeah. let's just be honest. Within the first hour. I will say something by the end of the night if it's not brought up. But, you know, when I'm going on a, let's just say first date with someone mm-hmm. or 
agreeing to a first date. Veganism? No. Oh, I'll, I'll, set, <laughs> I would, I'll I set that. Aside. I mean, that is a huge red flag. <laughs> I'll set the man buns aside. You know, some of these are. My oldest son has a man bun. I'll let it's so cute. It's so cute, but he does eat red meat. <laughs> okay, that, and we can be flexible. Like I have my priorities straight. Does he love the Lord? He's on his journey. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not equally yoked, but right. God is in his life. Yep. When it comes to red flags, I mean, I mean, those are the the deal breakers. Those are the big things mm-hmm. for me. Those are the the faith. Those are the same vision. You know, what does he want? Is he after a family? Is he mm-hmm. does he not want kids? That's probably not going to work out for me because. I do want kids. Mm-hmm. I do want to be a mom. I do want to be a wife. Does he have the potential to be a spiritual leader? You know, that those are things that are learned in time. But if I see right off the bat that, I don't know, he's into just this lifestyle that, that is mm-hmm. absolutely not compatible with mine, Probably, okay. probably not going to be a yes for me. I mean, me. that's a good red flag, no, but it's oh. a cautionary, like, okay, that's not real, probably going to work though. Most men, single men lifestyles do look different than a married when they get married because uh, it's uh, different. They're, they're right? a bachelor. Yeah. They're still in yeah. that mode. Um, so what if their bathroom's filthy? Filthy. So here's the deal. <laughs> so I can have germ issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little type A. <laughs> But it also doesn't mean that I'm going to exclude someone who isn't as type A as me. In fact, I look for the opposites because I can clean up after someone. That's not mm-hmm. a that's not a non-negotiable. But what if they trim their beard? Oh, the little hairs. The little hairs all over the bathroom. Nuts. And I've had it in every relationship. Angry. But because I love the beard. Wrong, the problem is, is I love the man, the beard. The facial hair. I do. I love it. It's a, red a man. flag would be... No facial hair. I've tried to get him to do it outside. It just, you know, yeah. there's got to be a solution. There has to be. There's got to be a solution. I hope that I hope you find it. It's a trade-off. <laughs> I'm willing to accept that so I can have the eye candy. I'm willing to accept. Me too. Probably a lot of things. <laughs> what How about if they smoke pot? Ooh, that's a that's a fun one. Um, or do you, do the kids call it pot still? I think they call it pot, Mary Jane, herb. <laughs> what are the kids calling herb, it? Herb, weed. Would that be a deal breaker? It hasn't been. Okay. It hasn't been in the past. Is, do most guys your age do that? I am the wrong person to ask for most men or the generalization. The most guys you date. Or do you meet guys that don't smoke pot on your dates? It's not common. Mm-hmm. I've had... And I've dated Christian men who smoke. In fact, most of the Christian men I've dated have been not potheads, but they they smoke their share. That's interesting because I hear a lot of men justifying the herbal, like, you know, I mean, I don't smoke pot, but so I don't, I mean, it's not my deal to judge. It's a Genesis, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's it's adorable. Um, (laughs) What about a guy who drinks? I mean, I would say most of our first dates start over drinks, whether mm-hmm. it's coffee or something stronger. Mm-hmm. Me too. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not excluding myself. I'm, how can I ask a guy not to drink if I'm drinking? And why mm-hmm. do I want someone who doesn't drink? Not really. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for that. I'm not asking them to be abstinent in anything, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not looking for what about a porn? addict. I'm not looking for a porn addict. Yeah. But I've, what if they watch porn? 
I mean, there's I, just some sense. How can I be looking for perfect if I'm not perfect myself? Yeah. We all have our own struggles. We all have our own battles. Mm-hmm. Porn isn't it for me. Never has been, but I've had my own demons and mm-hmm. skeletons in my closet. So who am I to point fingers and say that? So somebody who watches porn is maybe okay, but how, how about addictions? It's a question mark. It's a, I mean, yeah, it is a red yeah, flag. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking with that, I mean, I'm not going to run your life because I'm not your mama <laughs> and you're 31. I think that might be, should, we should maybe move that one up the ladder. And the, if they don't talk about faith in 20 minutes, just down a few, <laughs> like if we could just. <laughs> yeah, quick, quick balance. <laughs> no, on a, on a if I were level. just running your life and I'm not. <laughs> but your influence matters, you know, on a serious level. No, but I care about you is all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The porn question, yeah. you know, I've... It's so acceptable it's, now. It's so weird to it's me. Never, it's never been an issue. Okay. And so I guess by experience, it's like... Okay. Maybe that's one of those no-brainers too. It's like, well, okay. that, that would be a question. That yeah. would be a huge issue yeah. if it was an issue because it's never been... Well, that's good because in this day and age, learned. I think it's a huge problem. You yeah. find that out over time. Yeah. That's something that's never going to come up on the first date, no. that's hardly ever going to become no. or be admitted to. It's so interesting because like we just didn't have the stuff to deal with like you guys did. Right. Like we didn't have the internet and accessibility to these OnlyFans and girls and it paid subscriptions for things. Like we just didn't have it. So it wasn't a thing. Right. You know? It is a thing now. Yeah, it is definitely. I yeah, hear about on it. Both- yeah. Both sides, both genders. I know. I just recently met a woman with a porn addiction mm. issue that she was working, fighting through. And I and she worked through it with God. And it was really eye-opening because it just hadn't occurred to me because I'm 51. We're, we're not innocent. <laughs> I'm 51. We're not exempt. No, it was just women are kind of different you know, sometimes. Women and drug issues are yeah. hot or, you know, it's like, yeah. I used to be a stoner girl. You were? Yeah. I can't even see that. <laughs> That's so adorable. Funny as I say it, but it got me through school. It got me through. I mean, that was just a. It was a chapter of my life, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily regret it or would have done it differently. So it just it was a season of my life, yeah. and I'm not saying I never don't smoke, but it's I'm not. You know, I'm not a sitting in front of the, the video games and, that, you know, with okay, the munchies that's a red flag and for with me. no job, I'm not unemployed. So it's, it's hasn't yeah. become an issue for if me. If I was dating for me, a red flag would be, I would never have to because I married the love of my life. But if, I don't know, this video games drive me nuts. A video gamer guy who could sit and do that or even, do you know what drives me nuts? It's like guys who sit and watch football all day. Mm-hmm. On Sunday beer. or not? Is it Sunday? I don't know, just for eight hours. It's just weird to me like that you could do that. Maybe that's an addiction. Yeah, Maybe to that me would be it's a just, red flag. It's a red flag for me because I know I would be like, that's gross. Well, they're addicted to the But that's just for me. I get that it's a normal thing that guys do. Yeah. I'm just grateful. Like my man goes fishing and I kind of dig that because I can go with and read a book and we, he can do his thing. I do my thing. It's just, we work together. We're compatible. Right. But there's some things that would be not red flags to the general public, but to me, it'd be like, oh, no, <laughs> you're a gamer. This isn't going to yeah, be. Yeah, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to personal red flags, you know, besides the the faith and besides the values, I, those are so obvious to me that I feel like mm-hmm. I don't even have to mention them, but I will for the, the sake of the podcast. Um, you know, I moved from Seattle two and a half years ago to Idaho. Mm-hmm. 
for a reason. Was that during COVID? That was that was January 2021. Okay. That after was right, mid kind of mid. Yeah. yeah. Right. But right in the middle. Um I was a minority in Seattle. So you were a conservative. You had conservative values then. Let's just say I didn't vote for Biden. (laughs) Okay. And won't ever. (laughs) (laughs) If he's still alive here in a few days. Um, I don't think he'll have a chance to. I think they'll... It's not even about the man buns, about the veganism. You know, I have jokes. I'm a pretty sarcastic person. Sorry in advance, but... It's hard to eat a steak. It's hard to to eat a steak in front of a vegan. I mean... It's, you know, it's, it's just, just I'm not going to apologize for the rest of no. my life when I'm chopping you are. red meat. Yeah. <laughs> Raw, bloody red meat. <laughs> love it. Me too. It's getting turned on as I talk about it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's not only a reason I moved, but just when it comes to the dating scene, I wasn't having much luck in Seattle. Hmm. I... This isn't a political podcast, but when it... When we're, when we're touching on that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, your political views might make a difference, right? I think it's it's all connected when it comes to, and I'm not even bringing the faith into it, but a lot of it's connected when it we're talking about traditional values mm-hmm. and what I'm looking for. And the other side just doesn't seem to have I have a career right now, mm-hmm. but do I want to be a stay-at-home mom someday? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do most men in Seattle, and this is absolutely a generalization. And the most gonna, men you met. I'm going to put them in categories yeah. because most men I've met in my experience, would they ever have supported that dream or that, that vision of becoming mm-hmm. and being a stay-at-home mom? Probably not. It was equality back there. Mm-hmm. Or in, in my experience, it was... You pull Which is the lie. Financially, because you pull it is equal. Weight. You have try, to be in Try run a household and take care and support your husband and your children. Yeah. It's not, it's still not like, equal. Let me it's clean not the house and have two careers just to make enough that, you know. That we can pay for daycare. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense at all because no. you're paying the same for daycare as you're making in a paycheck. And yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Defeats the purpose. But I digress. It's, you know, going back to, and it's not just. Washington or my roots, but mm-hmm. it's it's just my experience altogether. I was in long distance relationships. You know, I was with a guy from Denver and that's not much better these days, but- I was just there last week. <laughs> no, you're right. He was, he, here's what I'll say. That was a conservative guy. It worked until it didn't work for other reasons. Mm-hmm. I've dated non-conservative or traditional men and they've somehow worked, you know, and, and then- We've broken it off for other reasons. Mm-hmm. It wasn't had nothing to do with politics or values or any of that. And so... But when you see somebody with opposing views, is that a red flag for you? In our current world, and I hate to say this, but yes, mm-hmm. because it speaks to Is that to new their, in the last two years or has that always been for you? It's new. It's becoming, mm-hmm. it's becoming a thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe five years ago, it wasn't and mm-hmm. that's a lot of it's because I've changed as a person my opinions I think and society's changed, changed too but the world is changing yeah. and when I was growing up I don't think we ever knew what anybody was thinking politically and though this is hard because it's so divisive I think it's good mm-hmm. because you get to know who you are and what you really like and what you believe and I think that's what COVID changed for all of us in a good way okay what do I believe what do I believe and I think a line in the sand gets drawn, right? When you're like, okay, I do believe this. 
I don't know if I want to, I can be friends with you. I can love you, but I don't think I want to be married to somebody who, yes. (laughs) I mean, I convinced my husband he had white privilege. I mean, I was, (laughs) I mean, I thought I was a complete liberal because I cared about the environment. Mm -hmm. I thought, I mean, I thought all those things and he put up with me, but would he now? No. (laughs) No, he would put up with me as a, because we're married. But if I were to die and he were to date again. Would he choose you with, with. He wouldn't choose somebody with those values or not. They're not even values. I just, I thought I was somebody because I cared about the environment and I had some liberal views and I didn't understand that maybe the other side did too. They just wanted to go about it differently. But isn't that all of us? We have different mm-hmm. phases. We have different yeah. you know, seasons, chapters, whatever you want to call it in life. Yeah. We have different identities. I, I would say that's time. true, but I would say this last two or three elections has really changed people and how they view things. Mm-hmm. And I think I think rightfully so, and it's been a blessing. I wish we could get past the division and get back to chatting about it. But truly, I, I don't know that I'd want to date either somebody who didn't have kind of similar core values. I don't want to be fighting with somebody and arguing all the time because, you know, we do talk about politics in our home. We do talk about what's going on in the world. We talk about economics. We we have to understand what's going financially in the world to be able to make business decisions. decisions. Absolutely. And savings and investing decisions. And I, I think it would be hard to make those decisions with somebody who didn't understand what was happening. Well, I think just in, just as in business relationships or friendships yeah. or, you know, if, if, when it comes to relationships at church or, you know, people I know mm-hmm. at church, again, it's not even about the politics, but it's yes. about the character it speaks to. It's about yes. we, we are in a divided world and a divided mm-hmm. nation right now. And it's, it's not about taking sides, but if, it's about everything that comes with, everything mm-hmm. that results of what side you're on. Who are you? It almost feels like we have to take a side, not not because we, we need to love everyone, right? We're called to love everyone, but we also need to take a side or take a stand. Take a stand. For what we believe in. And, and I think so for so many years, conservative people have shut their mouth. Mm-hmm. And now I think we've went too far even conservatives with screeching, right? With the yelling, with the hate, because we're frustrated, right? We're frustrated with some of the things that are going on and it's coming off a little harsh. Mm -hmm. There's our politics for the show. Um, But I think if we could actually sit, you know, with my liberal friends in here, we we would all love Yeah, we'd all love each other and it would be fine. But it's because we're not connected anymore. And we're talking on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at each other instead of to each other in this connected mm-hmm. way like you and I do. Well, we, t- we talk at them. We, t- yeah. we don't talk with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying all of us. We talk yes. at each other, not with each other. Yes. And, and we don't hear and we know, don't listen. Hey, that's why we have a podcast. It's, right. We're trying to change that. We're trying to have those conversations. Yes. And Because I do identify here. with some liberal values. I do. And I do identify with a lot of conservative values. Just maybe... The ones in the conservative side are really obvious, right? Because yeah. I'm a Christian. But when when we're right and they're wrong, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It's it's about it's not about the labels. It's not about the categories. No. But I don't want to be in a household that I can't have these honest conversations. Yes. And I also don't want to be in a household with people I can't respect. 
Mm-hmm. And I certainly don't want to be in a relationship with someone that's fair. I don't respect or agree with for the important things. I'm not talking about the man bun. That was I wouldn't. I know. I'm totally joking. You know, and that was <laughs> excuse bless me. I'm, I, I'm allergic to our podcast that. guest <laughs> that lives on my lap. I'm allergic to politics <laughs> That's on funny. a podcast. Um, you know, I, I think it is important in a relationship to not agree on every opinion, especially when it comes but to political But there's some core tenets, right? But there are important things yeah. in, in our current climate, in our world. It's like, I don't need you to vote for the same person, but it would certainly help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you to vote for the same person, but if that's going to have a reflection on our relationship and our but if you're just going to cancel me out, future, (laughs) yeah, I can't have you doing that. I just that's funny. Since you are an old woman of thirty-one now, (laughs) cut. (laughs) What has changed in your expectations from your twenties to now? Of a date of a man and having been married before. I mean, you have different expectations. Now that I'm old, (laughs) you don't think 10 years makes a difference until it does. It does. And shoot, two years made a difference in me. (laughs) I'm not the same person I was last year. Yeah. I mean, which has something to do with Bible school and, and other things, but it's like, I wasn't the same person I was yesterday. So Mm -hmm. looking back in in my twenties, Wow. Um, I would, dating is just so weird these days. Mm-hmm. Like it is just, it is a crazy enough world, but the dating scene in itself is crazy. It's uncomfortable. Mm. I, think, and, I think it always was, wasn't it? Oh, maybe not in your 20s. Maybe, maybe my confidence levels have changed. Maybe my self-awareness mm. has changed, but it's, I think half of it is the people. I think it's the the politics, the, mm. the everything. Yes, I guess so. The uncertainty of the world, the politics, all that stuff. Everyone feels it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But just, I guess, related to age, you know, I think I'm becoming more self-aware, self-observant, mm-hmm. self-reflective. I am holding myself more responsible and accountable for mm-hmm. decisions. You know, when I was 25, let's just use that as a basis, I was a little reckless in the sense of I didn't think about consequences. I Mm -hmm. would get into these blings. I would date around and not, not to be confused with sleeping around. Um, but I would, I would keep my options open Mm -hmm. and I just wouldn't think of what I wanted long-term or what that meant for me in the long run. But does anyone know at 25? And it's like, was I thinking about marriage? I should have been because mm-hmm. I had been married at 21. Okay. And so maybe I should have taken that a little more seriously. Why do you think you should have? Because I'm 31. Is, is there a rule somewhere? still not married. Is that still not? Is that an old age to not be married? I think I'm outdated. I think I'm so traditional to the point where I'm, I don't think I'm running out of time even though that's my biggest fear. I think I I am where I need to be in life because Mm -hmm. that's where God has me Mm -hmm. in this season and this, in his plan. It's hard to be patient when. But I know what I want. And it's not even that I'm impatient or that I'm willing to settle. Clearly I'm not willing to settle recently out of a relationship and 
overly selective, Mm -hmm. but it's that it's hard to sit right here knowing exactly what I want, knowing who I am, knowing, you know, my identity in Christ and what that looks like and what that means for my life or my future and not be a little, I wouldn't even say anxiety. I'm not, I'm not anxious, but I'm eager. Mm-hmm. I'm You're ready. ready. You're ready for it to start. I'm ready and I haven't found them. I like and that. And I don't know when that's going to be. It doesn't matter. That's his perfect timing. But it does. <laughs> but <laughs> but I want what I want. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm ready uh-huh. for that when that person comes along. Uh-huh. And I'm maturing, you know, by the day. I'm growing by the day. That's never going to change. I could, you know, never get married. And I will be perfectly happy with my life because I know who I am. Mm -hmm. But I still have, I still have, you know, in my flesh, I still have things that I want. Right. And I want to be a mom. I want to be a wife. I want to be a a spiritual wife. Mm -hmm. Be a spiritual mom. I want to bring what I've learned in my relationship with God and what I'm gaining of that every day into uh, not just the world, but into a family, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to make a beautiful home. That is beautiful. That's a beautiful sentiment. I wish that I would have been as mature and as far along as you are at your age when I was having my kids. Cause I didn't, I just wasn't there yet. And I think that's beautiful that you are there solidly before you have a family because that makes the difference. Well, maybe I'm there because I've had so much life experience. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I've had to ripen. <laughs> it's been painful. It sucked <laughs> at the time. But well, I mean, look at me now. I mean, it's it's you're a result. delightful. And I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not stop. Keep it coming. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> so it's been a process. So where do you meet these boys you date? Where where does a millennial you want to talk about the with, dating climate? Yes. All right. Let's, so, let's yeah. dig deep into the details. Like um, you know, we met at the lake. You know, and, and <laughs> at the little res. You you and him? No, I met when you know I was dating when you're younger. Oh, oh, you yeah, just meet yeah. up at the lake and have beers around the campfire. The... No, we didn't really date like that. I grew up in a small town. <laughs> you didn't meet on a dating app though. I bet. No, we let didn't me have, guess. We didn't have the internet, honey. <laughs> How old <was> you? <laughs> <laughs> My math isn't mathing. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make it make sense. Um, as much as I would like to say, as any girl, as any one, I'm sure, like, oh, you know, we met, we met in aisle nine. <laughs> I dropped something. <laughs> Oops. At the supermarket. Yeah, we were. That sounds we like a rom- eyes over the the avocados. That sounds like a rom com. <laughs> but it's perfect, right? Doesn't yeah, everyone sounds like TV? Want that? Does and that ever happen? Perfect. Have you ever heard of that happening? Perfect. That sounds like TV. I go grocery shopping quite frequently. <laughs> you should go to Home <laughs> Maybe Depot. Maybe for the hopes. <laughs> go to the Home Depot. You know, I hear, do you ever hear the memes? No. Do you, you never I'm, see the memes? Like We might have different feeds. <laughs> let's just say I go to the hardware store quite often. That, that is that hilarious. <laughs> that is hasn't hilarious. happened yet. I still have hope, but oh. let's be honest. Where were the past three men that I've met? past three dates of, you know, they've probably generated all from Bumble. Bumble. So you talk about Bumble like it's a little embarrassing to you when 
I mean, I would assume that's where you kids are meeting because I don't know how else you would meet, especially if you're not like hanging out in clubs. You know, I know where you live. Mm-hmm. There's, not, It's not like a huge club scene. <laughs> or is there? I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't go downtown Boise too often. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm sure they're... I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure it's an option. I'm not part of it. And I don't I don't never go to the bar. Yeah. I do. I have been on dates. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, and my mom will always ask me this, like when I'm single. She knows I'm not in a relationship. She goes, Where where are you meeting these guys? You know, have you met <laughs> the one at church yet? And it's always she always starts. Oh my at gosh, I always want like, my boys to meet a girl at church. That is fantastic. Like, that's a mom's dream. In theory, it sounds yeah. perfect. It's like, oh, like I got my church boy. I got you know, I found him <laughs> on Sunday. I found my spiritual leader. But did I find him at church or did I find him at the bar or <laughs> while watching football afterwards? It's uh-huh. just the reality of it. I've looked at church. Uh-huh. I've found him a church and I'm not ruling church out. I'm not saying, you know, maybe it's the it just one hasn't I go to. happened. It just hasn't happened. Okay. I've met some of the most, if, if we want to dig deep, I've dig. met some of the most worldly, superficial people at church. Oh. And I'm not yeah. speaking to their faith, but I've also met some of the most Christ centered people at the bar top. It's interesting, go figure. isn't it? And I'm not saying that's well, where I, guess I church, specifically Church look. attracts all of us, right? Sure. Like we're all on our journey. I'm not saying I, I go to the bar to look. No. But where but else if you're not there. meeting right. in those extremes and you're not meeting at the grocery store or Lowe's? The hardware store. Where do you look? You I know, guess Bumble, couch, right? Do you, do you hop on? Is uh, it convenience? Is it? I guess Bumble it has to be, huh? In my experience. I don't, I don't understand. Is there? Maybe I don't put myself out there enough. So on the Bumble thing. You seem to be like embarrassed about it, like it's a bad thing. I think it's a very normal thing, isn't it? I think in this day and age, it's a normal thing. Yeah, I think but you don't I, like it some, for some reason. Maybe because I'm a millennial, I get in my head too much. Oh, okay. I think about the association of what it represents, what it looks what it like, represent? the stigma. I think it's just a... I'm old. To me, it just seems like, how else are you going to meet? What a great well, invention. And that's, that's the thing yeah. right there. It seems like this modern dating mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't want to be sucked into the modern dating. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess for me, maybe because of my faith, maybe because of my relationship with God, I expect it to happen. And then when it hasn't happened and I get impatient for lack of better words, I kind of take matters into my own hands. You know, I'm not above well, I think, admitting that. I think we're supposed to put our toe in the water. Like even you know, God sends you in a direction, right? Like God send me in the right direction. I mean, why wouldn't God use a dating app? <laughs> and when the argument can go both ways, I know a lot of people, um, I've heard this out there, you know, on, on Instagram or different social media platforms where it's like, let Jesus take the wheel and, you know, he'll guide you wherever you need. But it's like, why couldn't he use dating apps? I don't know. I, I, I think he can lead you anywhere to find somebody. God just, can do yeah. anything. Yeah, he can, and can he make. can redeem anything. He's really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think stepping your toe in the water is not being led by God. I think going in that direction and going, okay, is this, and then saying, okay, no, pull back. And I think you do that well. Mm-hmm. I think you step in the water when you're just from what I understand, and when it's not working out like for God's plan and your plan, you you pull out. I try to be in tune. 
I think, yeah, um, I mean, sometimes it takes a while, but I think that's hard when you've developed feelings in a relationship. Yeah. And that's only natural. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe, maybe I do speak on a lot of this based on my own experience and not to say they've all been negative, but mm-hmm. from what I've seen on dating apps where I've gotten, you know, there have been relationships that have generated straight from Bumble. And I always joke when we get into those relationships, you know, my, my parents will ask like, how did you meet? And my natural instinct is, oh, I'm going to make up a story. Like we, <laughs> we met at Starbucks, you know, this is, and then I catch myself and, and this coffee just gently as believable <laughs> as it may be. It's like, why lie about that? You know, right. why, why even feel the need to make up a story that's not the truth mm-hmm. because it's, it's a dating app. It is the way the world works. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because I haven't had a relationship that's been successful <laughs> from one. Maybe that's it for me. It's just, it's kind of personal. And I don't know. I think there are people out there who would agree with me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call it embarrassed. I wouldn't call it prideful. It just seemed hesitant. Yeah. I think the hesitancy comes from, I wish it happened at, you know, fill in the blank, Costco. Mm-hmm. I'm a big right. Costco enthusiast. I wish it would have happened at, you know, up up on a hike or, mm-hmm. you know, on the mountain. I go hiking a lot. So maybe we could have crossed paths organically somewhere mm-hmm. like that. But it didn't, and that's okay. It is. And I'm coming to terms of acceptance with that. I think in our current world, we have been, especially since COVID, we have been so disconnected right? It taught us to be disconnected. We have disconnected from community, from getting together. I don't know if this has happened for kids your age, but my age, some of my friends I haven't seen for months still. We used to to see like each other, you know, at least once a week, sometimes once a month. Mm -hmm. It depends on the, you know, the friendship or the, the space and, you know, how busy there I am. I have friends now that I haven't seen for months and that's now the normal and we're kind of okay with it. Um, I'm not okay with it. Isn't like, that a, adulthood though? We're all busy. We're well, no, I mean, it wasn't two lives. years ago and I was 49. Like we made that effort to be together because the community of the girls was important, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think we are so disconnected and people are online so much and that community, I think it would be impossible to have one of those chance meetings for especially a kid your guys' age, like, you know, I look at my kids who are your age. My um, oldest son is your age exactly. And then my um, youngest is 24. And they spend a lot of times on their phones, a lot of time. I mean, they're not really big social media guys, mm-hmm. but I, I can't imagine. And are they disconnected or are they they're plugged know, in? I know. They were more connected with humans before COVID too, both of them. So it's an interesting thing that Mm -hmm. happened. I think phones or the digital space. Yes. You know, and it brings it into dating apps. Social media. It's not hindering or, I mean, there are parts of it where it is helping society. Mm -hmm. We are advancing as a world and that's great. There's a lot of good that comes of it, but equally so there's, there's a lot of not so good. Yeah. You know, it's this is talked about everywhere and every day, but it's people are becoming disconnected. People Mm -hmm. are 
relying they're on lonely. that social platform yes. and they're losing their social skills yes. because they're hiding behind a phone screen or a, a laptop. Mm-hmm. And again, there's so much good that's come of it. And I know that's where our world is headed. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to relationships, when it comes to having that connection, that intimacy, you know, friendships or or intimate relationships alike, it's what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be rude about your generation because I mean it's just oh, I something I find unique is you and I don't find this about you to be honest but um they're easily offended by everything sensitivity and so it's almost like you couldn't be in groups of people cuz somebody's going to be offended cuz well, do we don't think all it's think so hard alike to have friends these days <laughs> yeah and more than one friend at a time it's so interesting to speak. Um, sensitivity is a huge, mm-hmm. I laugh cause I don't get offended. I, you really don't. I am a sarcastic person and I, humor is just, it, it's, I guess that's a red flag. If you don't have humor or a sense of humor, it is, that's, yeah, you it's know, definitely a must joy, have for laughter. me. That's, yeah, yes. it's, that's a deal breaker right there. Um, I guess being sense, overly sensitive would mm-hmm. be a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Easily offended. It's the quick to anger, quick to anger. Uh, mm-hmm. Had that before. I've experienced mm-hmm. that, and that's been tough. I was in a relationship before, and someone actually, an outside influence, came to me. Someone noticed that he was quick to anger, and before you did, made a note of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I never realized it until that comment was made, and it was like, oh, it was then about did a little you, thing. Yeah, and just switched my whole. Perception, not of that person, you know, still mm-hmm. still loved him, still cared for him, but it was like, oh, I never saw that. Mm-hmm. Was it the alcohol? Maybe, but mm-hmm. still a problem. Did you notice it after they said it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was you pick night, up on it a little night bit night better. Day, yeah, because we can excuse things sometimes because somebody's agitated or high stressed. Like there's there's some things where like even this morning, like my husband irritated me, and I I wasn't like. I guess I was a little angry at him, but I mean, it's not my normal state of being mm-hmm. to be quick to anger. Well, I think we justify a lot of things. Like it, oh, it ouch, wasn't that yeah. I didn't see it. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> just joking. That's, I just it, did. It's home, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's not that we don't see it and it's not that I'm blind to it, but I choose to turn my head. Mm-hmm. I choose oh, to disregard why? love. Why? You know, you care for that person. Yeah. You they might be right. So you were for willing to overlook ways. that. I apparently. Would you be now in the future? You know, I I would like to say no because yeah. I think I've learned. I think I can take that experience and say, well, I've been there. I've done that. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I've grown from that. Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't know until you're in that situation again, which is yeah. interesting. You don't. I mean, I, th- that's one thing that I don't think I could be with somebody who, especially as a woman, um, and this is my motherly advice to you, unsolicited, so mm-hmm. I'm crossing boundaries. Um, it's funny, didn't we have a podcast yes. about that? Because you are a young petite woman, right? I mean, it's I'm a it small can, girl. It can be dangerous mm-hmm. physically. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So just emotionally, it can be dangerous. Yes, um, and- but interesting tidbit which has nothing to do with this podcast, but our Toxic Femininity podcast. <laughs> Please watch it, like, and subscribe. It helps us out. Um, Shout out. Shameless plug. Exactly. Is women are 
like way more likely to psychologically, verbally, or emotionally abuse their partner than a man is. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, huh? Statistically yes. speaking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's just an interesting thing. Well, and I think we get away with it a little bit. That's what more. we said. We and why easier. is it that we get away with it? We'll talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> so get to our next one. In these men you're dating, how do they feel about marriage in general? Do they lie to you? Do they tell you the truth? Do they, is it just, is there an, I mean, the marriage rates are declining. I'm just wondering how they're feeling. Well, I think it depends on the man, just like it depends on okay. the woman. You're not um, seeing a broad general. You know, it's it's hard. I guess the men that I'm going for, or I'm, I don't want to say pursuing <laughs> because the men The men are that you would consider. to pursue me. But yeah, the, the men that I'm- Oh, it, honey, it doesn't work that way. We choose the man. Eh, Women always choose the we man. We choose, but yeah. then we- Then we want to be hunted. For, yeah, we, we want choose for to them to hunt us. Yeah. I choose you. Now you chase after me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure you understood. Again, I want a man's man. Yep. Masculine man. I want a man's man with chemistry, compatibility, faith-oriented. Going back to one of your questions, I think men want to chase us or to pursue us. We just talked about this. My husband just said it. Men don't want feminists. Sorry, said it. They don't want. Well, feminists don't want them. Right. So it's a fair. So it works out. It's fair. Easy filter. Yeah. That's who I'm after. So those men, do they want marriage? I think. Absolutely. If they mm-hmm. have the same values, if they have the same, they have a relationship with God for one, but if they have the same views and vision for a family, why wouldn't they want the same thing? Why wouldn't they mm-hmm. want to talk about it on the first date? Right. You know, and yeah, I'm straightforward enough to bring it up on the first date. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it's intentionality. If I'm not intentional with my dating, I am absolutely wasting my time. Right. If I have you ever stayed with somebody too long? Yes. Okay. And I'm quick to answer that because it's easy to admit. I think mm-hmm. we all have hindsight's a powerful thing, but absolutely. I mean, I've I've stayed months too long. Okay. Well, that's not so bad. I mean, well, maybe not I years. know it sounds like a long time when you're young. As you're older, you know, it seems like okay, that's fair. You gave it a shot. Right. Yeah, and I and I try not to beat myself up over that. You know, so much insight is gained from walking away from mm-hmm. that relationship, but and it still hurts a little bit. You know, yeah. you know, I and it's not even about oh, I could have been with someone else in that time, but mm-hmm. I could have been growing with myself in mm-hmm. that time. I could have been using that time, but you that did energy that. But effort. you did. Yeah, but you did. I mean, I think I, I could be. With God at that time. I could be yes, I just see that in one. different yes. areas of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get a little bitter when I think about those things. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't dwell on them or That's I try wise. not to. But yeah, I've I've stayed. And I've learned. I've probably learned bigger like lessons. I've learned too much. Staying. I th- <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that, I'm back to the, easier. you might be being too picky. It was easier <laughs> Just, I'm totally joking. at 25 it was. than I am now. Well, yeah, because you don't. Than where I am now. This That's the crazy thing about getting older. Like, you know what you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it changes how you do things. And it makes you more cautious in all areas, not just dating. Well, what, what, what do they say? What's the the saying? They, um, being dumb is, would you rather be dumb or happy? Or obliviousness <laughs> exactly. is, you know, yes. happiness sometimes. <laughs> Bliss. <laughs> so worst date, best date. Oh, gosh. What was your worst? Ooh. So 
I know you want examples. I know you want You know specifics. I love the stories. I would say, you know, n- nothing specific comes to mind besides I've had a lot of awkward dates. And those have been by far the worst uh-huh. just because they're so cringe for lack well, of better words. just one. Tell us, walk us through it. Give us something. We're old. <laughs> or not we, just me. I get it. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. I know our demographics are your age and my age, which is so fascinating to me. I've just had a lot of, and it, it, they haven't been discouraging or, I mean, it hasn't been the discouragement or the disappointment that's been so bad about them. It's been, it's been the awkwardness. It's been the awkward conversations where you almost think you're on the same page until something gets brought up, politics, namely, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I guess I just wasted three hours of your time. Like we should go, and then it just it just completely sh- changes direction from there. Do they feel the same way? I think they do, but usually it's me who mm-hmm. has to initiate something, or else yes. the conversation just keeps going. Okay. I'm not willing to waste eight hours of my time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would say the generally speaking, you but know, you the, do have stuff to do for Soapy Box, so right. I've got work. Sorry, I'm a career woman. <laughs> Who's looking to be a stay-at-home mom one day? <laughs> well, I'm looking to just, you know, make sure that you're <laughs> just joking. <laughs> That's when I clock in <laughs> and start working, <laughs> no. scrolling Instagram. I, I love that you have traditional values. I think, you know, I think it's great. I, I didn't, you know, I worked with my kids and, you know, I may have worked at home, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I wasn't available to them emotionally while I was working. There's always this guilt of... I'm working too much. I'm not spending enough time with my kids and with your kids. You're like, oh my goodness, I should have gotten that done. There's just this constant pull in two areas that shouldn't be because the one area that is super important is forming and helping shape these young men's lives so that they can go out and be the spiritual leaders, Mm -hmm. that they can go be that. But I wasn't anywhere even close to understanding that. As well, I raised I, my kids. So much emphasis. So I'm so grateful you have that understanding before you have kids because it'll be life changing for you and your family. Yeah. It really will be. Well, when I think about that a lot. It's, you know, bringing the marriage piece back up again. It's for, for men and women or women who resonate with me. I, th- I always say, I think I know what I want, you know, and I'm sure it'll still surprise me. You know, God's yeah. plan will will take me or sweep me off my feet and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't see that coming. Or I didn't know I wanted that until I actually have it. But it's not just about being traditional and, and doing mm-hmm. it the right way. You know, obviously I do want to do it God's way. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in the past. That's why I'm here. Did I think I... Did I think I was going to have a family earlier on in life? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think you're just like at the perfect age. But that's the thing. I, I think about it and it's like, I'm ready now. I'm prepared yeah. now or I'm more prepared. You are I don't prepared. think we're ever yeah. really ready. No, not completely, but you're so much, so far ahead Thinking of the game. Maturity. I mean, emotional yes. maturity, physical maturity, spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. I am years ahead where I was even last year and 25 and 21. And I was just a kid. I am still just a kid. And I kind of want the same thing, you know, that's changed, but it's not just about being traditional. It's about, I've changed as a person. My relationship with God has changed, you know, and I want to find someone who 
can change and will spend the rest of their lives evolving with me. I think that's mm-hmm. the beauty of a relationship. You're you're always changing. And if somebody else can change with me, with the relationship, because I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be complacent for the rest of my life. No. I like the path you're on. It's a, it sounds wise, right? I, I My husband and I have been together 28 years now. And I believe it's because we had chemistry, compatibility. He makes me laugh. Oh my goodness, he's so funny. He makes me laugh. And he's fun. Isn't laughter is key. Oh, Having it's, fun it's everything. I, I can go with foundation. that. If he wasn't hot, I'd be okay with it, but he's hot too. And then <laughs> good but, lucks are a thing. And he's strong. Yeah. And he's strong mentally, he's strong physically. And he he's on his uh, journey with God too. Mm-hmm. And he is willing to grow. He is always willing to learn and grow. That is my red flag. If you are not willing to learn and grow in life, if you're not I, curious, it, it doesn't even learning. matter. We, it wouldn't work because yeah. I always want to learn and grow and there would be too much resistance. Well, and, you're a seeker. Yeah. It, it would be, you know, he may not go at my speed, but he absorbs anything I learn and, you know, gets it faster and is more wise about it. So it's kind of irritating, but. But you're, a te- you're different. Yeah. You're I'm a voracious reader. I will read and watch YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and I'll sum it up for him, and he's got it. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. But you have different strengths, yes. different weaknesses. Yeah. You know, that's any yeah. team. Apparently, he can learn in 30 seconds, and it takes me, you know, a thousand hours. <laughs> but he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah. So we're a team, and it, it works. It's like, but if he wasn't that or like I am at all, it would be really hard. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And some people are okay being stagnant. Yeah. Some people are. And th- that just wouldn't be for me. No, and I, you know, it's the pace. But it's, it's probably, also, they're probably happier people. <laughs> and, I, and I think about that. It's like they're, they're good where they're at. They're not yeah. having to constantly redecorate their house or all this. I need variety. I need change. Yes. I'm such a change person. And not to say I can't be committed. You know, commitment is important, but I, I need change on mm-hmm. a daily basis. I need someone who can keep up. Mm-hmm. I need someone who can make me laugh. Yeah, it's I important because life's hard. Need someone. Life's who hard. Loves. You have to be able to laugh. You have to have someone when you're crying that helps you to laugh mm-hmm. once in a while, or or we stay in bed and cry. I'll These are important <laughs> things. They are. And I don't. I'm not looking for someone who is me or who's exactly like me because yeah. that. How annoying would that be? It would be super annoying. And I'm in fact wondering how we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're a lot alike. <laughs> I think we're a lot alike. We might butt heads and then we kind of avoid (laughs) it or avoid each other for a couple days. I have not felt that. Or have you? No. Okay. Just curious. Not yet. But you can be honest. We've only known each other. We're still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. It's it's fine. Let's keep it up. (laughs) I have one last question. Are you hopeful? I I know you just recently broke up with a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and that's hard. Like you're getting through that. So it's probably poor timing to ask this, but are you hopeful about dating going forward? You know, I have, I have my moments, but it is a big world out there and I am 31, but I'm only 31. Yes. You need to remember that. I know I was joking with you earlier about being old. I was joking because I'm 51 and this is obviously is a little bit older. a number though. But 31 so young. It's so young. It is so young. And I just didn't realize it either at 30 because I felt old because I had two kids already. One of who was probably, what, 12 then? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I was tired, but 
I think, I think I'm so happy that this is happening or has not happened yet for you because I cannot wait to see what you build. I cannot wait to see the family that you build and who you build it with because you really do know who you are. And I love that. You know who your identity is in Christ. I love that. It's inspiring to me and I'm older than you. So I, you know, you inspire me. Learning like, from, yeah. from your elders. <laughs> well, I'm learning from the young kids and I, I do appreciate that. Young kids, I guess. Well, you're my kid's age. I can call you that, can I? I'm a kid. I'm your kid. You're my family. Exactly. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us and sharing and being vulnerable. And this this was a lot to share. And I I appreciate it because, you know, I'm kind of wondering what's going on in the dating world. These kids don't tell me anything. So, Well, it is is a crazy world out there. It's even crazier when it comes to dating. And, you know, it's tough, especially being a, a... Christian woman or a Christian, a godly anyone. It's it is not tough super to popular find right now. <laughs> a partner. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not giving advice to anyone besides myself when I say this. Um, compliment taken. I don't feel wise by or beyond my years most days, but I am secure in who I am in Christ. And, you know, that's where my confidence comes from. I don't put my confidence in the world or the surface level things. And I think, you know, I have that to attribute, but I'm excited. I'm here for it. I'm as crazy as a dating scene is like challenge accepted. Let's go. <laughs> Fight on. <laughs> but That's thank awesome. you for having me. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Everyone, conversation. thank you for tuning in and listening to us. We really appreciate it. Please like, and subscribe. It's the algorithm. I hate begging for it. It's embarrassing, but could you? Thank you. And if you do, five-star reviews. Yeah. yeah. Better we, than one Yeah, really five-star reviews. If you made it this long, hopefully you enjoyed us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if you didn't. <laughs> anyway, please comment to um, any comments you have about um, or disagreements with us. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Thanks.